Welcome to The Cosmic Calling, a podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs and creative souls on a mission to align their life and career with the cosmos. I'm Natalie Wallstein, career astrologer at Soulshine Astrology, and I hope you're ready to unlock your cosmic calling. Okay, so you've read all the books, you've studied astrology, you've even looked into your human design, and maybe, just maybe, you have managed to find your calling. Dun dun dun! Dun 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 dun! Yeah! But if any of our past episodes are any indication, you probably realize by now that as time goes by, your calling is going to evolve. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. I am a career astrologer who has worked with hundreds of people, and I am not making that up. And many of those clients I've been lucky to have been able to work with more than once. Often, this happens a few years apart from the first session to the next. And in that time, guess what? Callings evolve. You may have also experienced this in your own life where maybe you had this really awesome job and you loved it and it felt like it was your calling. But then little by little, time goes by and you start to not feel as excited by that work anymore or that business anymore. And little by little, you start making excuses why you don't want to work on things that would move that work forward. Maybe you've reached a really big goal with that work. And on the other side of it, you're like, okay, what's next? Or maybe you've been pushing your idea forward for so long and you're not reaching your goals. You're not getting where you want to be with it. And that is making the spark that you initially had for it begin to fade. So in this episode, I just want to talk about and just riff on this idea of how our callings do evolve. Your calling is, of course, whatever it is you feel called to do as a part of your work in the world. And as we learn and grow and evolve, our work needs to evolve with us. I am a strong proponent that We are allowed to love what we do for a living and that the ideal career is one where you can bring together all of the different awesome parts of yourself and pour it into the ultimate creative project that makes a difference, changes people's lives, or even just kind of like makes them happy, makes their day better in some way that also makes your day better knowing that you get to wake up and do that work. So what do you do when you feel like you did find your calling, but lately you're starting to feel like, it's not all that exciting after all or anymore. I think it's so important to listen to ourselves on a daily basis because it's really easy to get into autopilot where you're just like, well, this is what I've been doing every day for the last five years. So I guess this is what my life is forever. But if you're not feeling lit up by what you're doing, change it. There may be a few different reasons why you're not feeling as excited about your work as you used to be. 
One of those reasons could be that you just straight up need a break. Like too much of a good thing is not always a good thing. And too much of something that you've been doing a lot of could just mean that you need to take some time away from it. We don't all have the privilege of being able to do that, but even just being able to unplug over the whole weekend or take some vacation time, or if you run a business, shifting your focus toward products and services that don't take quite as much energy so that you can feel like you're getting a break from the thing that you've been doing that no longer really feels like it fully resonates with you. That is kind of what I had to do over the last year. It isn't that I didn't want to do astrology anymore. It was more just like I had overdosed on it. Like it is all day, every day, Saturn, Jupiter, ninth house, moon, quincunx, trine, conjunction, eclipse. <laughs> And I just like, I love it. I just love it so much. I'm not going to lie. I do. But for a while, I just needed a break. And you guys might not feel like I took a break, but I did stop offering astrology readings and I phased out a bunch of my old offerings. And I may have mentioned this before, but over the last year, I've had Jupiter in my fourth house of home, family, and long-term security. And that is the opposite of the 10th house of career and higher calling. I started my business when Jupiter was in my 10th house of career and higher calling. But naturally, as the planets move, Jupiter being the planet of joy and abundance and expansion, it ended up shifting into the opposite of my career zone. And I needed to take a step back and focus on my personal life and who I was outside of being an astrologer. It was super uncomfortable because I do tend to strongly identify myself <laughs> with my work. And for a really long time, I thought, wow, maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to do. Maybe there's more to me or my career. But sure enough, as soon as Jupiter moved out of the fourth house, I started to get excited about my work again. And that just happened a couple weeks ago. Right before that happened, I took an entire week off of not only work and using a computer, but I spent very little time on social media. And that reset was exactly what I needed to start feeling excited about just creating a bunch of different projects again, like I used to. So if you get kind of tired or burnt out from what you're doing, I want you to know that as somebody who prides herself on loving what she does, for a living, we all need to take a break. The other thing that you can do when you feel like you're not as excited about your calling anymore and you're sensing that it needs to evolve is changing or tweaking it just even a little bit. That can make a really big difference. I don't know if you can relate with this, but once I feel like I have mastered something, I start to get kind of restless. Like I sort of feel like I'm not learning anything new. So I kind of start checking out a little bit. And sometimes all we need to do to bring the spark back into our calling without having to completely derail it or burn it all down and start over with something totally different is to make a small tweak 
to infuse more of the essence of the things that you want to learn more about into your work. Maybe that means creating a new offering or shifting your focus to a new subset of an audience, like a different type of person or a person at a different stage in their journey, for example. Or maybe you want to offer your products or services in a slightly different format so that it works better for you and you can feel more excited about it again. That's something that I have also been playing with over the past year. I thought it would be really fun to do more long-term coaching. For quite a while now, I've been offering this three-month coaching package where I've gotten to dive really deep with my clients and use their astrology charts throughout the process of guiding them to feel more excited and lit up by what they were doing and then to actually be there with my clients as they make those changes over the three months. For the most part, my clients before this were people that I just saw for like an hour and I would give them a bunch of inspiration and drop this like astrology bomb on them. And then they would go away and live their lives and I probably wouldn't hear from them again. Or if I did, it wouldn't be for a really long time. So I thought, hmm, what if I could really get to know people a lot more deeply and actually be there to hold them accountable for actually making the changes that we talk about in the session? The funny thing about this process is that it didn't really turn out to be what I thought it would be. A lot of times, what the clients were coming to me for is not what they ended up getting. They ended up getting what they needed and not necessarily what they wanted. It's almost like I was actually helping them on this deeper spiritual level with their mindset and limiting beliefs and energies they were moving through. And those circumstances that they were growing through just happened to be reflected in a desire to change or grow their businesses. For example, one of my clients, I ended up just like helping her get through her Chiron return, which is a time in your early 50s when you're ready to get over some of your deepest wounds that have been holding you back your whole life. Another client wanted to launch a course, and I hope that she's still doing that. But what we ended up working on was helping her prioritize her own creative projects outside of work. Because ultimately, I found that if she would do that, it would make anything else she created so much more powerful. And that was because she had actually come to me in my dream and we were connecting in this like in-between spirit realm. And I was told by her spirit guides that that is what she needed to do. So I was able to gather that information through the intuitive realm that I wouldn't have been able to tap into with just her astrology chart alone. And then another client, it turned out she had the wrong birth time. (laughs) So I helped her find the right birth time, which totally changed her view of herself and what she wanted to do with her life. And that insight also came to me in a dream where her spirit guides were saying, don't let her think that that's her birth time. So that I knew when the question came up to really push her to keep digging And of course, she came to me for a different reason. Through this process of experimenting with the people I'm helping, 
and having a little bit more space for spirit to come in and tap me on the shoulder. I didn't just learn more about how my clients really needed to be helped, but I also learned how I like to help people. What's been really interesting to me is that I noticed that clients were coming to me in my dream before I was meeting with them one-on-one on a Zoom call. I was simply sharing messages that they had given me from their higher self. And in other instances, people's deceased relatives would pop into my head as if they had brought the client to me to help them. I've also had angels show up in sessions. And basically, all these wild things started happening that go far beyond just giving an astrology reading. And I was able to tap into this because I was taking a lot more time off. I had a lot more space in between clients. I had more of an opportunity to go more deeply into my own spiritual practices. And I was willing to experiment with something that I had done a very particular way for many years in order to allow it to reveal to me a tweak, a slightly different way that I could be doing it to make it feel fresh and exciting. And like there was so much more I was looking forward to learning. So now I'm finally bringing back my one-on-one astrology readings with an intuitive flair, which basically just means I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to use my intuition and it's going to be more of a conversation than like a presentation, which is typically the type of astrology reading I would give in the past. So this is just an example of how sometimes when it comes to our calling evolving, we just need to make a little bit of a tweak to Make it feel like we're learning something new in an area that we're fascinated by. Because chances are, if you do something long enough and you study it and work hard at it, you're going to get good at it and you're going to feel like you've reached some level of mastery with it. Whether you're a coach or a healer or yoga teacher or whatever it is that you do, like you're going to get good at it the more you do it. And eventually you might reach this plateau or this level where you're like, okay, what else? Like, I'm a little too good at this. Where do I go from here? And that's totally natural because your gifts aren't just here for you to like give to other people for them to benefit from. You're allowed to benefit from it too, not just financially, but the joy that you get from it and the things that you're able to learn from doing it and the ways that you yourself are able to expand as a soul in the process of delivering your talents and gifts and the things that you love sharing. So I've talked about how sometimes you just need a break from your calling. Sometimes you need to tweak it, but maybe you really do need to make a massive change. Now, I do work with people from time to time who are constantly changing their mind about what they want to do therefore not really committing to any one idea or area. And if that sounds like you, maybe what you need is a personal brand and people can follow along on your journey to whatever you happen to be bringing out at the time because they're able to connect to your story, your personality, the things that you share from your everyday life, maybe a certain interesting lifestyle that you have. And you're like 
partway an influencer, but partway somebody who also offers your own services and products. And that would give you the freedom to change your mind, but you still have a constant presence where they know no matter what you do, they're getting you and your essence and your point of view, right? But if you aren't somebody who changes your mind that often and you have been doing the same thing for a really long time or long enough where you're kind of realizing that, hmm, something is missing here. Like something doesn't really feel like it's clicking as much as it maybe once did. The thing is we can have multiple callings throughout our lifetimes. It's really an old paradigm concept that you have the same job for 50 years and then you retire. We're multidimensional beings, you guys, and we're revealing more and more layers of ourselves every single day. So if you've taken the break, you've made the tweaks to your offerings or the format or the audience and things still aren't feeling right, baby, it's reinvention time, which can be so, so much fun and so terrifying. A lot of times when we choose to reinvent ourselves, we don't know who we are anymore because who we used to be doesn't fit anymore. And we can feel like we're starting from scratch in a whole new area where there are other people in that industry who have been doing it for years and years and years. But just like I was saying earlier, the more you do something, the better you're going to get at it. And you're not going to have the opportunity to get good at it if you don't first come out and be the one to say, this is what I'm doing now. This is the area I want to explore. And there's a lot of power in being a so-called beginner. First of all, you're not really a beginner because you're bringing in your whole life experience. And it's so valuable to bring in a perspective from like a whole different field into another field. That's what we call a magical mishmash. Second of all, with the beginner mindset, you're more open and you're not so rigid in what is going to work and what's not going to work in that new area that you're exploring, which may seem like a disadvantage, but it actually means that you're more open to creativity and unique solutions and approaches. One of the questions I love to ask my clients is what would be your dream job? Like if you could do anything in the world and you don't care about money or if you could really do it or not, what would you want to do? Because I think a lot of times we brainwash ourselves into thinking that that is not a viable path for us or that we have to do it in a certain traditional way. Like growing up, I was like, wow, it would be so cool to be a teacher. It seems fun to like make worksheets and stuff. (laughs) But I did not finish college. I certainly didn't get a master's degree in education. And going to school every day for the rest of my life in a bureaucratic environment, dealing with parents and testing and curriculums, not my thing. But I was able to still become a teacher by taking it upon myself to create my own online courses. Take for example, I have another client who was describing to me what she wants to do in her business. And I'm like, oh, you want to be a creative director? I mean, that's basically what it sounded like she was saying without actually using that title for herself. And she's like, oh, 
I've always wanted to be a creative director, but I didn't think I could ever possibly do that. You don't have to wait for somebody to come up to you and tell you or crown you as a creative director or a psychic medium or an astrologer or a human design expert or a life coach. I mean, there might be schooling or training that you want to seek out in these areas that would help you a lot, but you get to decide who you are. You get to decide who you want to be. And we've got to stop thinking it is so far out of our reach for us to be who we want to be because we want to be who we want to be for a reason. Sometimes many of us will worry that we're going to ruffle people's feathers or we're going to have to explain to people what we're doing with our life now when we make a really big pivot. But honey, that is nobody's business but yours and your future clients and customers. It is not your responsibility to cater to the expectations of other people in your world, whether they're friends or family members who might possibly think you've gone off the deep end or you lost your marbles with this spiritual life coaching thing that you want to do or whatever it is, right? So really the purpose of this episode is to tell you that it is totally normal and okay to want to evolve what you're doing, to shake it up, to keep it fresh, to have fun with it. And it's something that we all experience from time to time. And it's so normal. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. And the other part is that you are allowed to change. People around you want you to be your most authentic self, even if that means straying from the box that you have put yourself in. Don't deny it. You've done it to yourself. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot to be said for a business that is tried and true and it stands the test of time and it has the same branding and logo and the same kinds of products for years and years. Those are businesses that we feel like we can really trust. We know what they're about. The word of mouth spreads easily. But there's a lot more to be said for people who are living in full alignment with their true selves, their true multidimensional, ever-evolving selves. And we can tell the difference when you are and you're not. You're not fooling nobody. When you are being true to yourself, you radiate out an energy that is far more powerful than the quote-unquote tried and true. Now, if you're not 100% sure that you want to make a huge difference in how you pursue your career or your calling, you're not ready to make the leap or take the risk to completely change everything up, then what you can do is dip a toe in. Take it for a test run. If there's a new product or offering or focus that you are thinking of possibly shifting into, Maybe there's a way you can offer it to a practice client or customer, or you can do a creative project around it or some experimentation with it and see how it feels, see how it goes, learn what it would be like if you were to go all the way in, but on a much smaller scale. Most businesses are not going to just like blossom wildly overnight. So it's not always realistic to completely scrap everything that you've done and 
relaunch with a brand new thing and expect it to be successful right away. When you do make that shift, as aligned as it might feel for you, don't freak out if you initially hear crickets. That doesn't mean it's the wrong thing. In fact, in a lot of ways, it's probably a test. Like, is she sure she wants to do this? Are they sure this is the direction they want to take this in? Is he actually out of his mind? Or is this the most aligned path to take? I didn't feel like I was able to make a solid living from my astrology business until I had been doing it for a year and a half. I was able to not give up because I still had a few graphic design clients from my previous business, which by the way, at one time I felt was my calling 100% and it evolved. Sometimes you might need to work two jobs for a while as you transition from one calling to the next. Sometimes you might need to completely cut out what you were doing before and wander like a nomad in the desert, unsure which direction you're going in for a while. And that is normal too. And it's okay and it's safe to trust the universe in those situations. So I'm trying to cover a lot of different bases here because I know that we're all kind of in different places with our calling. But one thing that we can all agree on and connect on is that our callings inevitably are going to evolve. Whether you need a break, a tweak, or a complete reinvention of what you're doing, it is so important that we stay on the pulse of how we're feeling each and every day, love ourselves, trust ourselves, honor ourselves, and value ourselves enough to allow ourselves to have the realizations and recognize that maybe things aren't feeling as exciting as they used to and see that not as a sign that there's something wrong with you, but a sign that you are simply evolving. And what a wonderful, beautiful thing that is. I get so excited when I hear people transition from one career to the next, whether it's from a crappy job they hate to running their own business or a business they've been running for years that the community has come to depend on, and then they decide to go off and do their own thing. There is nothing more inspiring than people living their authentic truths, even if it feels like they're leaving a ton of rubble in their wake. It is really easy to get caught up in wanting things to be safe and stable to the detriment of actually feeling lit up by what we're doing. There's a sense of safety in continuing to do the same things that you've always done, but there's also a sense of stagnancy when we do that for too long, while another little voice inside of us is telling us, um, excuse me, are you sure everything's okay here? Because I think life could be a lot better for us. We're allowed to have many different interests, to explore many different areas. It's a long winding road, this life, and we should be allowed to express every part of ourselves and to follow the thread of curiosity wherever it leads us. If you're in a transition right now, just know I am so cheering you on and I'm so excited for you. (laughs) And if anybody out there is feeling like they are needing some help through the transition, 
I am offering one-on-one astrology readings again. They're a little bit shorter than the ones I was doing before, and they're much more of an intuitive conversation, but I will definitely have your chart there. I can help you bring it all together and also help you figure out what you're meant to focus on right now as a part of your bigger calling and understand why you're feeling the way you are, which is really helpful to know. You can find out more and book in at soulshineastrology.com slash reading. And my calendar is open right now. One of the reasons why I took a break from doing astrology readings was not necessarily because I was burnt out, because I was actually still really loving it, but I was getting these whispers sort of like from the spirit world that were kind of saying like, hey, I think you need to step back from this. At the time, I wasn't really learning anything new from the process, and I was very like rigidly stuck in my methodology. Through exploring a different way of offering it, it's helped me kind of like loosen up a bit more and let my intuitive capabilities open up and allow other forms of messages to come through. So don't be surprised if you book in with me asking questions about your career and we end up taking it even deeper than that because our careers are just one aspect of who we are and what we're really here to do is grow and evolve as souls. So I'm really looking forward to this next chapter. I feel like it's going to be super fun and I'm excited about what I'm going to learn from doing things in a little bit of a different way. A big part of what is allowing me to make this shift, which might not feel very big to any of you guys, but to me it's big because I'm fully trusting in the universe to show up and being more of a channel, which probably all along on some level I have been doing anyways, like channeling through the way I describe astrology. But I guess what I'm saying is I'm looking forward to making a deeper connection with my intuition and my ability to connect with others, higher selves, and anchor it onto the earth so that we can show others it's okay and it's safe to be our most authentic selves. And it's really what we all need to see from each other anyways. So keep going. You got this. If you're going through a transition, It's only because your life is allowing a new level of resonance and soul connection to come through. That's all I got for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening and hanging out. We just celebrated the fifth anniversary of the Cosmic Calling. Like what? (laughs) Granted, I have taken breaks over the years. But that's pretty amazing to me that I've been doing this for so long. And yet, if you look back over the library, there's so many different evolutions that have been unraveling and revealing themselves over time too. I love you so much. I will talk to you next time. You can find the complete episode show notes and the links to book in a session at soulshineastrology.com slash episode. 134. For more information on how to use astrology to find your cosmic calling and sign up for astrology email updates, check out soulshineastrology.com. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review for The Cosmic Calling to help other cool people like us find the show. The Cosmic Calling community is a gathering place for listeners of the show to connect more deeply with fellow like-minded spiritual seekers. Join us for astrology classes, monthly forecasts, cosmic planning tools, plus bonus features for these podcast episodes by going to soulshineastrology.com community 